0: if you forgot why you came in this room, or you're
1: hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks, and come join our little flock.
0: Bitches dimming together, we're weirds of a feather, weirds of a feather. We are ready. For episode 10. This is exciting. So, I know. I feel like we've been doing this forever.
1: You I know. know. It feels this feels like this is like, our like, life now.
0: Episode 10. This is exciting. Yeah, we yeah. made it. I feel like I know it's only been a week. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I know. Yeah. A lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. Yeah. You got a tattoo. I did get a tattoo. I'm proud of that it tattoo. Hurt a lot. Well, I don't have any tattoos, but I feel like I sympathize with your pain.
1: You don't know my pain. I don't know
0: your pain, <laughs> but I can at least sympathize. I know that you're in pain. All right.
1: Thank you. I yeah. appreciate
0: it. I can't empathize, but I can sympathize. How about
1: You're that? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. not too bad. I only sat for like three, three and a half hours. How do you sit but- still for that? Do you take breaks? Yeah, you take like little breaks. I'd have to like stand up every five
0: minutes and just be like,
1: oh, my God. It's one of those things where like. You're killing me. It's (laughs) kind of like a hyper focus where like you're in it. So you just want to stay in it and get as much done as you can. Yeah. So it's like while I do, while I am in pain the whole time and like want to take breaks, it's also like it hurts. So you take a break, go to the bathroom, get some water, come Mm. back. And it like hurts even fucking more when you get back. Also, what I was going to say about my tattoo. Well, I'm going to say two things about my tattoo. One, I recently learned that in the neurotypical brain, apparently when a neurotypical person is being annoyed by a sensory input, whether it's like pain, temperature, itchy clothing, whatever. Smells. Yeah, smells. First of all, they're like not being as bombarded with it as we are, but Mm. also apparently their brain habituates to this sensory input over time. So it's like if, you know, something is annoying to them, eventually their brain will stop recognizing it as something important enough to send a signal. To them to, you know, say, hey, you better think about this. Your tag is itching you. Mm-hmm. So they're they're able to just kind of like block it out. Mm-hmm. Whereas with neurodivergent brains, not only do we not become habituated by sensory input, but it actually escalates over time. Oh shit. Which is like, come on, who designed that? But it's even worse. Yeah. So not only can we not just like ignore something that's bothering us, it's only going to get worse. So if a tag is bothering you, oh, there good. is no just like blocking it out because your brain is constantly going to be like, hey, 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 this is itchy. This is itchy. This is itchy all day. It's never going to stop until you take care of the tag. Ah. So people who say, you know, just get over it or just get used to, it, get it's like used to it. it. It's literally like we so literally cannot. Can I give a gross uh,
0: my interpretation of that? Yes. OK, so you're in a room. You fart smelly. <laughs> it's a bad one. You ate your fiber. A neurotypical comes in and they're like, oh, what the hell? But then they get used to it pretty quickly. (laughs) Neurodivergent comes in and they're like, what the fuck? And then they have to walk out because they can't handle it. Open a window.
1: Lesson learned. But also that smell dissipates over time. Oh, very true. That's a bad example. I guess it'd be like if you took a shit in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) A neurotypical would eventually habituate to that poop smell. And a neurodivergent would not.
0: I would say... (laughs) That's, like, one of the only examples where <laughs> I would rather be the neurotypical.
1: You'd rather get used I mean, to no, the No, no, no. Oh, way, way. No, it would
0: be a bad thing I'll to be the neurotypical. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to live with shit. Yeah, you're
1: right. You know,
0: I don't have many needs. I feel like I'm a pretty low-maintenance person. No, that's a false statement. Yeah, I not. feel like I don't ask for much. <laughs> But But I no shit in the corner of my apartment is that's my bottom line. (laughs) I will not compromise on this boundary of no human shit in the
1: corner of my house.
0: (laughs) Before you come in, please read this notice. Do not shit on the floor.
1: (laughs) I will smell it, and I will continue to smell it. Well, all right, well. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> we need to start talking about our podcast. Well, I was going to my other thing I want to say about tattoos besides shit in the corner, I yes. guess. <laughs> thanks for that cool analogy. I guess we couldn't just use shirt tags. <laughs> but besides the habituation. So I was I just brought that up because the pain my tattoo artist and I, Shiloh, were talking about that, how, you know, I'm sure. Neurotypical people are probably better at sitting for a tattoo I would think than we are because there is well, no one cuz they can like just it.
0: physically sit still. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So
1: they're they're already on an advantage. I mean, obviously it still hurts. It's needles jabbing into your yeah. skin, but I don't know. I can I, only imagine. I would have to talk to a neurotypical with a tattoo. But while I was at my tattoo yes, appointment... this is what... Okay.
0: 20 <laughs> minutes later, this is what
1: we were going to talk about. Yes. Continue. Don't act like this is just me leading this us off I the rails. Is- <laughs> You're the one who started talking about farce and... I'm so- sorry. I just... While I, I was at this tattoo appointment, so my tattoo artist was named Shiloh. She's awesome. She is 21, which is very young. Can for we a link tattoo her Instagram? Artist. Oh, yeah. Does she allow
0: us to do that? No, Maybe I'll Maybe uh,
1: Yeah, but she does awesome work. So if you are in Maine, you should check her out. She does a lot of like botanical stuff. Nice color, nice line work. I was sitting in the chair getting my tattoo and the song creep by TLC came on the radio so you know that one you know the words
0: yeah
1: got it nailed it perfect yep and so that song comes on and then Shiloh goes, wait, isn't this that terrible song from the State terrible. Farm? Terrible. From the State Farm commercial? Well, in the commercial, they like do oh, a yeah, stupid yeah. parody of it and yeah. it's garbage. Yeah, they ruin the song. Yeah. But so she had never once heard that song before until the State Farm commercial. It's just like... This is like Bohemian Rhapsody. Everybody should just know it. Yes. So I was instantly offended and <laughs> felt old. And then the other tattoo artist, like in the booth across from us, who was also a Gen Z, she goes, wait, isn't this that song from the State Farm commercial? No! I was like, what the hell? It's fuck? Right TLC. Get it right. You guys oh do know God. this song. But it made me realize just how old we are. But it also made me realize that we've been talking about body double dare. But oh. people probably <laughs> have no idea. Well, some people probably some have, have no idea do. what double dare even is. If we have any double Gen dare. Z. We, we did listening? some research
0: today just to make sure we got it right, because it's been a couple years.
1: Yes. Listen so up, everybody. We want to make sure we tell people what Double Dare is so you get it's our a Body ge- Double it's Dare pun. pun.
0: Yes. So Double Dare is a fantastic game show from the mid-90s, I would say. Mid-90s? It was also like the early 80s even, wasn't Ooh, it?
1: Ooh. We'll have to look early it Early 80s. I mean, late 80s, early 90s. What's going on Wikipedia. Huh? It was shush, like shush. one of the first Nickelodeon game shows on gas okay (laughs) yeah the first run had 482 episodes holy shit 1986 to 1993
0: and then 67 episodes in 2000 and then 61 episodes from 2018 to 2019 where the fuck were we we could get on to double dare son of a bitch (laughs) so 80s to 90s late 80s to early 90s was like the highlight of double dare and it's a game show it's kind of almost set up What's that? Like F- show? Family Feud? Family Feud style where you have two, two, two uh, competing teams. And don't mind my stutter. Uh, <laughs> I never do. Uh, <laughs> two competing teams and they're like, and you got to answer trivia and it's like rapid fire trivia. And it, if you don't know the answer, you can dare them. And if that other team doesn't know the answer, they can double dare you. And you can basically you either have to answer the question or you do a physical challenge. And it's like these crazy, whimsical challenges that usually require a lot of slime, which they call gack gack. And it's that's very goopy show. Very goopy. I you know rewatching it, I was like, I I didn't watch Double Dare too often because the gag is kind of triggering, and it's gross. I was more of a Legends of the
1: Hidden Temple. Yeah, same, same, same,
0: same, 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 same. But yeah, so and then you get like, you know, you got to like run through these obstacles, you get covered in gack and uh hopefully you win some money or some fun prizes like a boombox. Ooh. Which if you don't know what a boombox is, a boom clock box, radio. Yeah, a, clock radio. <laughs> <laughs> a fun phone. Oh yeah, those yeah, like that was see-through an actual phones. Pri- yeah, that was an actual prize on the episode we just watched. Yeah. You know, we do our research. But anyway, <laughs> so that's the thing is like Double Dare is like this game show where you do tasks and obstacles and stuff. And then body double is when you have a person do that. So you're doing tasks with a friend. Body double dare. It's a pun, all.
1: You get it? Right? I feel so old trying to explain this. I know. Hope. I mean, I feel, I feel like a like lot I... of people who listen probably know what Double Dare is, but that whole TLC moment made me realize, oh, people don't get my references as much as I think they you do. You know what?
0: We're taking an Instagram poll of okay. what was your favorite Nickelodeon show? We've Ooh. got Legends. We've got... Well,
1: let's do... It's your favorite gas Nickelodeon show, okay, which is okay, games okay. and sports. Okay. okay. Double Dare. Legends. Legends. What was the other one? Oh, Guts. Guts guts was with the crag remember where you your Ooh. team has to like climb up this giant like rock mountain essentially okay. to get to the top on three we're gonna say both of our favorites ready One. oh wait let me think this, okay. this is an easy choice all right this is the easy I choice mean, yeah, i feel like
0: we're gonna have the same choice yeah one two three legends, legends of, the of the hidden temple okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> obviously I just, I, I just wanted to make sure we were still friends yeah uh,
0: <laughs> well i did
1: i did like guts but legends is just a legend, yeah. yeah, classic. But
0: body double dare. Send us in your body double dares, and let us know if you knew what double dare was yeah. before this. Also, watch out on Instagram. We're gonna have polls now. If I ever get my act together, yeah, maybe.
1: So now that we've got that out of the way, yes, yeah uh ew, have we even said what show this is or who we yeah, are no <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ it's, it's 20 minutes trying to I explain know. double dare for no reason no, no reason. one asked us no one asked us <laughs> but we wanted to we were hyped up about the episode we watched Don't before this. dog shitting on my floor it's all connected before when you have non-linear thinking <laughs> These thoughts all flow together. It makes sense. It totally makes sense. We're following the conversation. That's what matters. (laughs) Welcome!
0: Welcome! To Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD-adjacent podcast.
1: Obviously. Obviously.
0: (laughs) 45 minutes later. Yep. (laughs) I'm your host, Kristen. I am your host, Grace. And we're here to talk about things. This is a Nickelodeon-based podcast where we only talk about Nickelodeon game shows from 1986 to
1: 1993. (laughs) Very topical.
0: The people love it.
1: Give the people what they want. (laughs) They're all up on our emails demanding we talk more about gas. Guys,
0: I know you want to talk about (laughs) magical thinking, but first,
1: could you talk about Legends of the Hidden Temple? (laughs) I feel like it didn't get enough recognition in its time. (laughs) All right. Well, now that we've gotten our introductions out of the way, finally, it's the beginning of the year. Yes, it is. And everyone is setting goals and trying to make themselves a better person, apparently. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Stay shitty, friends. (laughs) Maybe not the best advice, but I am here for it. Yeah. Speaking of which, ADHDers may have a particularly hard time sticking to goals and saying the word particularly. Yeah, that is a hard word. That's why I made you say that, because I have a stutter. This can be due to many reasons, but what we want to focus on today is something called magical thinking.
0: Mm. Magical thinking, not like unicorns and butterflies, but a different kind of magical thinking.
1: Well, for starters, butterflies do exist in the (laughs) real world. (laughs) Not magical. Uh, Just (laughs) a beautiful animal. They are. They're magical in my heart. (laughs) You know what animal I always forget is not a made-up animal? is narwhals. Unicorns of the sea. Yeah. Like... Because they look like unicorns, I always just yeah. assume that they're from Elf and nothing else. Yeah. You Bye, know what? Buddy. You haven't seen Hope one in person, though.
0: So until you see it with your own eyes. It's not real. And we could even get into philosophy of like, what was it, Descartes, who said, to is to be perceived. So you only, you know, you perceive a narwhal, so you believe it to be true.
1: Oh, I do not
0: perceive I think it. That's Descartes. Someone, someone that a who's good smarter, quote. someone write in who's smarter than me about philosophical people. But yeah, Claire, if you're listening, you have a
1: PhD yeah. in philosophy. I know this Isn't is new Descartes? information to he you. Is to be
0: perceived, and basically he says like, oh no no, you know what it is? It's to be is to be perceived. So you perceive it in our world, therefore it's real because you're perceiving it to mm. be so. I have not perceived a normal. Like you only exist because I perceive you to be existed. That doesn't sound right.
1: Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Someone help me. All right. <laughs> Back to magical thinking. <laughs> Sorry to bring up narwhals, which led to philosophy. <laughs> uh, you're technically correct about magical thinking. It is also known as delusional optimism. Oh, that sounds worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. It sounds so much worse. Yeah. It's kind of a harsh term, which is why I prefer magical thinking. But I don't. I. You know what? I think magical thinking is the lesser of
0: the two evils. Like they both sound bad. Yeah. But if someone told me I was a magical thinker. I'd be like, "Fuck you." No, I am. And a magical someone if, thinker. if someone else told me I had delusional
1: optimism, I would probably cry. I know, but, <laughs> but I'm here to tell you that you do have delusional <laughs> optimism. <laughs> so, so start crying, <laughs> sis. Give me a moment. <laughs> it's hard to face the music. But we do tend to do this a lot, and this is kind of like the basis of a lot of our struggles with ADHD is this magical thinking. This is a phenomenon that a lot of ADHDers experience, and it can affect our ability to stick to timelines, goals, or to maintain our daily lives. So before we get started, let's cite our references. Let's cite them. We have an article called I'll Do It Later (laughs) by Pete Quilly. Talk about being called out. Speaks to me on a personal level. Yes. And? What's our other resource?
0: A personal fave. Attitude Magazine. Can you tell everyone about what you did, how you found the source? I went on Google and I read Attitude Magazine. Oh, I look know. who loves
1: Attitude Magazine. I,
0: <laughs> I did a thing. Good job. Instead of doing other things, but that's okay. Whatever. It's called, Are You Time Blind? 12 Ways to Use Every Hour Effectively. And that's an intimidating title. Yeah. Every hour. How about most hours? Let's start with like one hour. Uh, Let's use one hour effectively a day. Some (laughs) hours effectively. Yes. And some not so much. Yes. Grace. Yep. Let me know if this sounds familiar. I'll have time tomorrow. (laughs) Yep. I'll be there in five minutes. Oh, story of my life. I'll remember to do
1: that. I will not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The five minute one. I had a bag of my old job. The wound care nurse. Specifically would text me being like, oh, I'm going to meet and do the wound care on this patient in five minutes, knowing I would show up in 15 minutes. And then she'd just get there in 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> Smart. <laughs> it's a workaround. You know. <laughs> and she would
0: tell me about this. And I'm like, you don't really do that. And every time she would. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, at
1: least she knows that. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a clever way to meet in the middle. Thanks, Sharon. i <laughs> I know we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but now that I'm using timers to try to give myself a better understanding of time, I'm realizing that when I say I'll be there in five minutes, I'm not just like lying or trying to deceive someone. I also have no idea what five minutes is. Like I have zero (laughs) concept of how long five minutes is. I
0: totally agree. You could, I keep telling people at work this they think I'm absolutely crazy. I was like, you could lock me a room, no windows, no clocks. Would it be five days? Would it be five minutes? I would have no idea. Yeah. Literally no idea. And like before surgeries, usually the surgeon will be like, we're going to incision in 10. And I'm like, uh. just So tell me, just tell just say, get to the OR, you know, <laughs> don't tell, don't give me this 10 minute window. I'm never going to make it in time. Yeah. I'm trying to like reprogram myself to say, you know, when they say incision in 10, I get to just drop what I'm doing and like get to the OR because I'll I'll just I'll get distracted with something on the way up there.
1: Well, part of the problem is also that we don't want to be bored. So we're like, I'm going to see how I can wait till the absolute last second Mm -hmm. I can before I have to start getting ready or start heading over to this thing. Because God forbid we waste a single second. Right. And then, yes. yes. We waste seconds all the time. We waste time all the time. (laughs) This is like really speaking to (laughs) me. All right. Well, let's get into it. Because magical thinking is a great term to know. And we have some. Even though it hurts. Yes. We have to face the truth because this is the only way we can... Face the magic. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> All right. So our first article called I'll Do It Later by Pete Quilly. This is just like a short little article. So it's a really easy read. Check it out in the resources. All of those examples that Kristen just gave of I'll be there in five minutes. I'll remember to do that. Pete Quilly says... <laughs> Ugh, it's calling me out so hard. These are lies that adults with ADHD <laughs> tell themselves. Oh, good. We don't lie deliberately. We don't think that they're lies. We really do believe that we will
0: do it later. That's more of a delusion. If we really believe it, then yes. it's not really a lie. Like George
1: Costanza says, it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> I don't think we should be taking advice from George Costanza. Yeah, he's pretty sloppy boy. Um, yeah, so it's like, it's not really a matter of lying. It's not like we're lying. Like we said, we're not trying to deceive someone because we would also be trying to deceive ourselves. Because often I tell myself that, that I'll remember to do that or I'll have time to do that tomorrow. I won't. But we're not trying to deceive someone. We have the best of intentions. We do really genuinely think that we're going to do this thing or want to do this thing. But what we struggle with is planning, motivating and following through on what we want to do and getting it done. It's like we're just waiting for this magical day when we suddenly somehow feel like doing all these really boring, difficult tasks. And turns out that day does not come. What? Yeah. What? So I recently learned kind of a little bit about this that's related by this amazing woman, Dr. Tamara Rosier. She has a book called Your Brain's Not Broken, Strategies for Navigating Your Emotions and Life with ADHD. And she has this awesome analogy about butlers and angry neighbors. So not an analogy about shitting on the floor. Yes. Okay. Yeah, hers is a little more pleasant. <laughs> OK, well, that's great. <laughs> um, but she talks all about how While, yes, we do struggle with executive functioning in ADHD, which is your ability to plan tasks, organize tasks, prioritize, you know, stay on track, all those things are really difficult for many people with ADHD, but an even bigger problem is the emotions behind it. This analogy she came up with, which is great, is about the butler and the angry neighbor. She says that neurotypical brains, they have a stronger prefrontal cortex, The prefrontal cortex is where you do things like planning, prioritizing, figuring out what comes next. And so for neurotypical brains, it's like they have a butler that is their prefrontal cortex and that butler like organizes what they have to do, tells them what to do next, kind of keeps them on track. That's nice. We with ADHD... Our butlers suck. (laughs) They, yeah, they're sloppy, they're messy, they don't really know what they're doing. And this is because we have smaller prefrontal cortexes than the neurotypical brain. Mm. So our butlers are just like, they're having a hard time. So because our butler isn't really able to motivate us and keep us on task, we kind of resort to using the angry neighbor to motivate us, which is the limbic system in this analogy. Oh, so fuck the, you, limbic system. I know. So the limbic system is the emotional center of the brain. So what we're doing is because we don't have that butler to keep us on track, we're waiting for this angry neighbor to basically yell at us and like shame us oh. into doing this thing. Okay. You know, everyone else oh, can do shit. this. Why can't you? You better get going. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, don't say I'm having like a visceral
0: reaction to all these things. Because it's too
1: accurate? Yes. Yes. So because we don't have that butler, we aren't like motivating ourselves with logic. Essentially, we're waiting to feel like doing something, which that doesn't happen. We don't we're not going to just wake up one day and feel like doing these really boring things. What we're going to do is wait for that anxiety and stress and shame to still we're still using emotion to get us going, but it's not positive emotion. So we're kind of waiting to be yelled at essentially by our limbic system to get going. And that is not a good way to motivate ourselves. No. So with magical thinking, part of our problem is that the intention is there, but then we don't have that butler to help us figure out how to actually enact this plan, how to go forward with it, What to do first, what to do last, how to move through it. So, we either wait for that magical day to feel like doing it, which never comes, or we wait for that anxiety and stress and shame to kick in and kind of get us to do it, which that can work for a lot of us, but it's not a great strategy, believe it or not. There are healthier ways to motivate yourself. So, the more we can learn about this system, Like before even we learn about executive functioning, the more we can work on our emotional regulation, take away some of that shame from these tasks, the easier it'll be to actually follow through on getting ourselves to do these things. This book, Your Brain's Not Broken by Tamara Rosier, is an awesome, awesome resource to learn about some of this stuff if you want to check it out. It's next on our Wolf reading list. So we will be reading that soon because she just has so many awesome things to say and they all just hit very close to home. And then back to the article with old Petey Boy. He also... Petey s- Boy. <laughs> he also says, the problem is that all the good intentions in the world are useless by themselves. People with ADHD... Uh, another too close to home. People with ADHD think that if we intend to do something, it will get done magically and of we course. don't we don't have to plan to make it happen. No. It was <laughs> so just, just going to be created. Yep. One day I'll just feel like doing
0: this. Yep. One day I'm going to just turn into a person who magically routinely checks their emails. Yes. And can like organize what tasks to do. Wash their clothes and fold them on the same day. Oh. Mm, who does that? I, monsters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So now that we have a little understanding of what magical thinking is and kind of how it impacts us, Kristen, do you have some I tips, something to tips say. for us? Yeah. yeah, let's hear
0: it. So like usual, I relate everything to myself. I would say for me, for me, most of my magical thinking relates to time blindness, time management, you name it. Basically, I'm consistently late. But I got some tips, and some of these are approved and suggested by Attitude Magazine, our favorite resource. And some of these are suggested by other reputable resources, and some are recommended by me that I have no evidence to back up. And some of these should be helpful and others not so much. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess you can you can figure out which one's going to work for you. Uh, <laughs> tip number one, when you tell yourself these like little lies, lies, delusions, whatever you want, if you catch yourself doing this, which is a hard part, you got to stop, take a step back, you got to get grounded and ask yourself, like, let's say the lie is, I'll do it later. When exactly is later? When is that going to be? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that later? How will you remember to do that? You know, like, are you going to set an alarm? What's going to happen? And then what is the consequence or what's going to happen if you forget to do the thing? You got to you gotta think of the facts here.
1: Can I add one more little part onto that? Yeah. On top of asking what will happen if I forget to do this, Also, it might be helpful to think of what are the positives going to be when I do this. So that way we're in that positive mindset of thinking because we have difficulty thinking ahead of the future and remembering the positive emotions that come with accomplishing things. The more we can wire our brain to connect accomplishing a task with that positive emotion, the more likely we are to do it. So the more you can not just think of the consequences if you forget to do it, but also remind yourself of the positives that will happen once you're done with it.
0: That's, that, it. that's a great, it's a more positive way of going about this. Yeah, associate
1: that dopamine yeah. with getting tasks done. Gotta get that dope. Also, I guess if you, who's got the dope? Kristen! Not me. <laughs> Gotta get that dope. <laughs> <laughs> also read that if you laugh if you make yourself fake laugh while you're doing a task that you really don't want to do that will rewire the brain to associate dopamine with doing this task so just laugh like a lunatic whenever you're like (laughs) doing something you hate like i don't know filling out if someone does this (laughs) please
0: paying a bill (laughs) there goes all my money
1: but the thing is usually when you do this you feel so dumb doing it but then once you start doing it and fake laughing you actually make yourself real laugh because it's so ridiculous (laughs) that you start laughing for real and that does associate dopamine with it so that's a good little trick
0: all right well if someone wants to do that (laughs) please let us know laugh to yourself laugh to
1: yourself (laughs) don't get don't get locked up though yeah
0: You know, someone's going to take you away. you um, <laughs> be a 72-hour old. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. What else do you got? Yeah. Besides laughing to yourself yeah. while paying your bills. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, setting alarms. I do this all the time. I set multiple alarms. I set alarms with different sounds, which is a great idea because sometimes mm-hmm. you can get, this happens in nursing a lot, alarm fatigue, um, where if something is beeping at you 24 hours a day, you're going to like ignore it. Uh, But that's like people in the ICU who are hooked up to ventilators. So that's like a little bit more important than like folding your clothes. No, don't
1: downplay it. They're equally important.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But anyway, different sounds. Get your Google Calendar out. We just talked about this. Send reminders on Google Calendar. They will email you if you check your emails or just text you. Sometimes you can do that. Ask a friend if they're willing and capable of remembering to remind you. That's the big thing. Make sure they're willing because don't just like be like, hey, make me remember this. Yeah. Because
1: then you're just looking for a mom.
0: Yep. Yep. Be your own
1: mom. (laughs) (laughs) Or pay someone to do it. But don't burden someone if they're not willing. (laughs) Yes.
0: I have a time cube. You have a time cube. we bought time cubes together. Yeah. Yeah. I love my time cube. Me too. You know what? It took me a second to figure out when was the appropriate place to use this. Sometimes I get stuck watching TV forever and ever and ever and ever and ever on the couch and if I set my time cube for like an hour on the couch I'm just going to shut that sucker off and then ignore it same what I do use it for is in the morning getting out of the house is always a really big struggle for me so I set it I keep resetting it and setting it for 15 minute increments and it kind of mm. just like makes me keep track like oh it's been 15 minutes oh it's been another 15 minutes so then I don't get distracted with whatever I get distracted with
1: and you're also teaching yourself what is 15 minutes yes. so then you're kind of getting yes. a better idea of how long 15 minutes is yeah and it's like a physical thing too because you can set plenty
0: of reminders on your phone but it's just I feel like having like a physical block there with a countdown my only complaint is I wish the little clock countdown was bigger
1: And then the other problem with using your phone is then you're on your phone, which means you know, you go to turn an alarm on or off, and then suddenly you're like researching gerbils and Uh, their origins. You could research
0: uh, chapstick ingredients, you could research the difference between llamas and alpacas. There's many. Yeah. So the more you're on, which one has the quality, the better quality fur? Let's look it up. No, I'm just like, kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just to no, focus. <laughs> but yeah, I think any, it's alpacas. The more uh, the llama people are going to come in and be
1: like, fuck you.
0: Come at us, llama yeah, people. I'm team alpaca.
1: Oh, I'm team llama all the oh, way. Are llama, you Llama, really? llama, red pajama. No, I just like that book. Oh. Uh, yeah, the more we can stay off of our phones, you know, the better. Just yeah. taking away one more distraction.
0: Yes. Another tip is uh, you have to frequently reassess your surroundings, It's just really hard because, you know, once you're like stuck going through the motions of the day and you're like kind of like not on a schedule, but like you've got a plan hmm. and you're going through. But if someone something like distracts you from the plan, you need to like reassess and make the appropriate adjustments. For example... If I get stuck on watching raw food diet dogs, which is a thing that (laughs) happened the other day, it's weird. These dogs are getting fed like better meals than I am. (laughs) Also, raw food diet dogs. Where the hell are you getting your quail eggs? Someone's gonna recognize that, but everybody's got quail eggs on the raw diet for some reason. And I don't. You don't
1: even have a dog. I don't (laughs) have a dog. Why (laughs) are you on this? What are you talking about? I'm I'm not on (laughs) this.
0: There's this thing where people feed their dogs, like, raw meat and stuff, and it's supposed to be better for your dog, but you have to, like, taper it accordingly, like, transitioning them from the kibble. And, like, one of the popular things is giving them quail eggs or what? just eggs in general. But I, first of all, I thought a quail was
1: a magical thing. <laughs> <laughs> just like narwhals. Just, they don't exist. <laughs> um, so They're real. I've seen a quail. Have you? They're so silly looking. Yeah, down in Arizona, they look like Quail Man. Hi. <laughs> I mean, I guess Quailman looks like a yeah, quail.
0: Quailman is also a magical thing. So maybe that's why I Yeah, quails
1: are based on Quailman. Didn't right? you know that? <laughs> Quailman actually came first. But... Here's another reference some people might not get. Quail I'm Man. not explaining
0: that one. No. Either you know it or you don't. You know it or you don't. So got stuck on a weird loop in TikTok, which is usual for me. But now all of a sudden I'm running 10 minutes late. I had to reassess myself and kind of think like, what am I going to change in my like morning routine? Because now I'm 10 minutes behind from what I thought I was going to be because mm. I got stuck on TikTok. So basically I decided to not make a coffee run and make coffee at home.
1: Hmm. That's a good point that I feel like some people, aka me, but other people too, Instead of reassessing, oh, I need to change my plan, we still try to make the plan happen and then we get frustrated or annoyed or stressed or upset when the plan can't take place the way I want it to. Right. Because my whole schedule is thrown off. Right. So readjusting instead of like trying to force it anyways and then like being frustrated that there's traffic and now you're mad because I need to get to the coffee shop. Right. When it's like, no, you did that to yourself you know, reassess, change the plan a little bit, be flexible, be a flexible thinker. Right. Which is really hard to
0: do. I don't think I'm a very flexible thinker sometimes, especially when it comes to like routines and stuff. But yeah. And then speaking of TikTok, avoid the time sucks. This is hard Hmm. for anyone. TikTok, Instagrams. Sometimes I lose time putting on makeup because I like put on, I'm like, oh, let me do like a, let me just do a little baby wing. And then it turns into a big wing and then I erase it all and then put on more. And then it's like this vicious cycle. But anyway, avoid those. (laughs) Get a timer. (laughs) Yes. Set yourself up for the day ahead. This one, if I can get my life together, I like to do. I like to put my lunch together before because mornings are just a really big struggle for me. And so if I have my lunch together the night before, that's great. If I don't, I'm buying lunch. Mm. (laughs) It's like one or the other. Get your bag before recording. I try to like the night before I try to like make sure my computer is near my bag and make sure I have my cord stuck in my bag to get down here cuz I'll forget one of the two, you know. And then here's here's a tip just just for me to you. This is a, get yourself an anxiety disorder. No, do yeah. not do this. <laughs> There's nothing it's not FDA approved, that's for sure. <laughs> this is extremely effective. I can personally attest to this. Well, There's, what are we what do we mean by effective? Uh, it gets the job done. <laughs> There's nothing like the crippling guilt of a generalized anxiety disorder to get you moving throughout the day, night, and basically you just don't sleep because you're worrying about all these tasks.
1: It works. So, yeah, technically, is I it, guess within productivity and capitalism, yeah. yeah, so you can get stuff done. Yeah. Is that good for your body, mind, or spirit? No, no, but <laughs> is it good for capitalism? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Anxiety for capitalism. Yeah. That's what we promote on yep. the show. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. But yeah, actually anxiety really helps me get my stuff done. And I've chatted about this before now that I'm kind of improving that everything else is kind of falling apart. Yay.
1: But, but you're working re- on it. You're removing that maladaptive strategy, aka the angry neighbor yelling at you. Yeah. So you were essentially re- rel- so angry. you yep. were relying on the angry, anxious neighbor to get you going. Yeah. And what you need is a butler. You know, my butler sucks. Yeah, my butler is not great. Also, in this analogy, she was saying that if you go on ADHD meds, it can be like kind of introducing a new butler. But A, he's a new butler. You would have to train him. You don't know how to train him. So he's not going to be nearly as good as a neurotypical who, I guess, was born with a fancy butler who yeah. went to butler school. Man. And even if you're on meds, your butler leaves early for the day because <laughs> your meds were off. <laughs>
0: like four o'clock. He's like, I'm out. You're like, the dishes aren't done. (laughs) Fuck you. I don't care. I got to get home to my family.
1: (laughs) I've got a family to feed. And then you eat Hot Pockets for dinner. Yeah. (laughs) Because your butler went home early. (laughs) Hot Pocket. (laughs) Hot Pocket. Where are we? Um, Yeah. That's a good strategy.
0: Those are good strategies. Yeah. Except for the last one. Yeah. That's not great. It's not great, but... Try to avoid anxiety. Yeah. Uh, as much as you can.
1: Yeah. I had, well, speaking of time sucks with TikTok, I'm going to talk about a TikTok that was uh, helpful for this, which is ironic. I think you're just, I think our TikTok algorithms are wildly different. They overlap in certain places where we've seen the exact same TikToks, but yeah. then you talk about raw food diet dogs. I have a dog, yeah, and I'm not on that TikTok, so I don't get it. But this TikTok that I saw the other day, this guy was, he made a very good point. This is for anyone, but especially people who struggle with dopamine. If you go on your phone, and especially if you go on something like TikTok that gives you a lot of dopamine first thing in the morning, you are setting your brain up to receive its dopamine in that format. So if you wake up and you go on TikTok, you're giving your brain a huge rush of dopamine, which probably, you know, wakes you up, gets you going for the day. That's exactly what it does. But now that is kind of the standard that your brain has for, all right, this is where we will seek our dopamine. Anything less exciting than this? No, I want dopamine from the source. Pretty much everything is less exciting than TikTok. It was designed very well to keep us addicted. It's so addicting. It's so addicting. Oh, but you learn so much. I know. But try to do it later in the day. If you're starting your day with it now, like work that was already boring to you to begin with. Now you've started your day off with pretty much the most exciting dopamine source you're going to get. So then trying to sit down and Do paperwork is going to be pretty much impossible. It's going to be Ah. so painful. So it's kind of like start your day off boring if your day has to continue to be boring, Mm. and then save that stuff for the end. Find some healthier dopamine sources for the beginning of your day that are going to start you off right. I know this is easier said than done, but I like to listen to podcasts in the morning. I'm not just saying that because we have a podcast that you should listen to in the morning, but. to any time of day. Yes. I find that listening to a podcast in the morning gives me dopamine, gets me going, but it also, it's not like visually stimulating. And then I'm able to, you know, do my makeup, mm. do whatever, move around the house, get ready for the day while still listening. Yep. So I'm getting some dopamine without it just being like a total attention suck.
0: I think it depends. I listen to lots of things, either podcasts or music, but it depends on the day. If I need to like, I'm really going slow. I need to like, pump myself up I put on some nice fun music nice and then if if I'm like having an okay day I just put on a podcast depends but yeah those are great tips hope they help uh don't get an anxiety disorder that was a joke it was a joke (laughs) um (laughs) yes try to uh, avoid it if you can
1: yeah avoid it if you can get help if you can't many people with ADHD also have anxiety just a heads up but also anxiety can very much exist on its own
0: yeah and it sucks but There's lots of things out there to help you with it. You know, it was a joke. And I can't emphasize that enough. Don't. Also, you can't just like go out and like shop for anxiety disorders. It's not like you go to Ikea. Oh, this has taken years and years of work.
1: You've really put in the hours towards your anxiety disorder.
0: (laughs) Starting from childhood. Uh, (laughs) uh,
1: Laugh at my pain. Uh. All right. All right. Speaking of pain, shall Ooh, yep. we transition? <laughs> we are transitioning.
0: Ooh. Angelic That's
1: Transition. whoa, whoa, whoa. Transition. <laughs> it always just ends in us shouting. <laughs> it
0: really does. No matter that. how nice we make it. You get. know, we try. We do try. <laughs>
1: This is us trying our best, unfortunately. (laughs) I did my best.
0: (laughs) Uh, Are you ready? Ready to get into this? Little accomplishments but big in our hearts. Yay. Yay. We
1: have a listener accomplishment. Yes. My wonderful neighbor, Jana, (laughs) who we have been talking about ADHD quite a bit. And she relates to pretty much everything we say. She's she's suspected. Yes, she's a suspected adhd she's a suspect. year. She's very
0: suspicious. Mad sus is what my nephews would say. I'd try to be cool. much hipper than we
1: are. Well, nah, they're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with seven years old. they're lame as shit. So Jana says, "Hey, you two. I walked my dog this morning for her little accomplishment. Woo! Yay, good job. Yeah. I also struggle with that. Yeah. She says, I'm trying to feel proud of myself rather than beating myself up for accomplishing such a, quote, easy task. Thanks for that change in perspective. Loving the podcast. You all are naturals.
0: Oh, thank Aww. you, Gianna. I know. Thank you. And that's exactly what
1: Little Accomplishments is all about. Little things that, you know, we do, but we should be proud of. Yes. I really struggle to get out and walk my dog sometimes. I know that it'll make me feel better. I know that. Especially
0: ac- in the cold. This I know. why I only have cats.
1: Yeah. Transitioning into an uncomfortable task like that is mm-hmm. so difficult for me. I know that exercise is good for everyone, but especially for ADHDers, it really sets us up with good dopamine for the day. Gotta get that dope. Gotta get that dope. But it, you're right, Jana. It does seem like a simple thing to just walk the dog, but oh my God, there are some days where I just can't get myself and then I feel like glumpy all day is yeah. how I would describe it. It's a word I made up. But I am proud of you for walking the dog because that is not an easy task. That is a very difficult task a to task. transition into something like that, especially when you live in Maine and it's cold as fuck outside. It's so cold. And it's yeah. like snow
0: and ice. It's like a hazard. You get to put crampons on. You and know? they have a baby. Oh. So
1: I don't know how you manage to leave the house at all with a baby. I would I just be so no. exhausted 24-7. No. So, congratulations, Jana! We're very proud of your little accomplishment of walking the dog. Keep it up whenever you can. Nice, yeah, proud of you. Proud of you. All right, Chris, I got a little
0: accomplishment. I paid a bill, and it wasn't on auto pay because I have all my my bills on auto pay, and this one didn't was not on auto pay, and it came in the mail like four times, (laughs) and they're like, basically, it was like it kind of reminds me of you because it was like. If you don't pay this bill by this date, it's going to get sent to a different company, basically a collections company. I was like, eh, they're bluffing. <laughs> what the fuck is I, wrong Like after the fourth, like mailed in letter, I go, I should probably pay this. <laughs> the first one is just they're, like... They're like really serious about this.
1: <laughs> oh, I guess they actually want <laughs> yeah, me to pay this. And so,
0: and, and the thing is, so I just want to say it was particularly hard because I had to set up a whole billing account. Wow. I know. I had to like send them my email and stuff, but I did it. So, Good job. Yeah.
1: That is tricky. Yeah. What's your little accomplishment? Oh, so for mine this week, I am the producer of another ADHD podcast oh for someone else. You're just a podcast pro. I'm all about podcasting now. It's my new thing as of I don't know, June. A <laughs> podcaster for life or until I move on to until the next you move exciting on to thing. You next to say, yeah. Gotta exactly. all that dope. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but the podcast that I produce for part of my job is scheduling interview guests for the host of the show to interview different people. But scheduling for me is so difficult. You know, it's a lot of thinking ahead. Planning, getting started. I'm always like, oh, I have a month to do this, and then boom, it's like the week before, and I yeah, haven't like, scheduled anyone. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And then I'm also scheduling all other ADHDers, so the coordination of figuring out times and scheduling. You gotta get your butlers in order. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we do have to get our butlers. In order. I'm just picturing a bunch of them just like <laughs> bumping around each other and like I don't know, pantsing each other and climbing the walls. <laughs> our butlers are just, just like dropping dishes left and right butler conventions a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was organizing this <sighs> but today actually i scheduled a few guests i reached out to them for our next batch of recordings which isn't for it isn't for like at least i think four weeks so Holy I, molly. yeah so i started I a forever little, from now i know it's eons Still a few weeks out, and I started scheduling people, and I normally really struggle with that. So I was pretty proud of myself. Nice, yeah, for doing my job on time. Hey, you know what? (laughs) What did we just talk about? It's a
0: little accomplishment, but we're proud of you. I'm proud of you. You should be proud of you. I'm so proud of me. Be proud of yourself. I'm proud of myself. Let me get my. Hold on. (laughs) 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 I gotta just uh,
1: warm up my whistle here. Oh, does everyone hear that? That means it is time for I'm So Quirky. Yay! Some people call me spacey. Some people call me fun, but I'm just quirky. Oh, oh no, Lucy's no. Pissed. Come on, you didn't... You didn't what happened? Last time you were totally fine with this. I know. Go lay down, buddy. Go lay down. I know, you're stressed. It's just, it's just a kazoo, man. My sworn enemy. <laughs> Grease. Why don't you share your quirks? All right. Here are a few of my quirks. Yep. One, sometimes I will go to pause a podcast that I think I'm listening to so I can focus on a thought that I'm having. And then I will realize that there's not anything playing and I'm in total silence. (laughs) And the noise is just in my brain. I do it all the time. That's really funny. Like, oh, I better pause this so I can focus. Oh. And it's It's... been like
0: four hours of just your brain thoughts.
1: Yes. I'm in silence and that noise is just in my head. There's no way to pause that. (laughs) Uh, two, I cannot blow dry my hair with the door open. It's like a big fear of mine. I think oh,
0: what do you think is going to, someone's going to steal your hairdryer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm scared someone will startle me. I don't like to be startled. And if I have the hairdryer going, I can't hear my surroundings. I'm like on a high alert all the time. So I like, you know, if I'm drying my hair, yeah. I can't really hear things. Have you had I,
0: like a past experience by someone like scaring you with probably. your whole tr-
1: I don't like to be startled. I'm very easily startled. Oh. And I don't like it. Like a horse. So stop it. Stop it, everyone. Stop startling me while I'm drying my hair. <laughs> and then three, I had a recovered memory of this the other day because I dropped my phone in the snow. <laughs> and I remembered back in high school, I had lost my f- cell phone, which was probably like a Nokia brick. Oh, yeah. Or a Blackberry or whatever. I lost one this phone. This is another
0: thing that Gen Zers are going to be like, what the fuck is that? Snake. You ever heard of it? Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> Can't keep explaining Texting. Yeah. Calculators. TI-86. No
1: different topic. Oh, Parallelogram. Yes, that is a word. Parabola. Shh. <laughs> it's not like a generational specific <laughs> word. Oh, parabolas were phased out in the 90s. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't have those anymore. Yeah. Oh, PEMDAS?
1: No, uh, we yeah. haven't used that yep. in years. There hasn't been a PEMDAS around here in a hundred years. Yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah. Do they have PEMDAS in new math? I think so. Get back to me, math heads, yeah. mathletes. But anyways, I realized, I remembered that I had lost one cell phone in a snowbank when I was in high school. And so my mom let me use her cell phone because I lost mine. And then I also (laughs) lost that phone in a (laughs) snowbank within the same month. And then the spring came and the snow melted and both phones were in the street, crushed up and ruined.
0: Wait, didn't one work? Oh, yeah. I think one did one work one the Nokia. We like, were like, yeah, that thing was indestructible. Yes. We like, put it in ice for, I remember, because one, I remember finding it and then we put it in a nice uh, rice for was a week. Say,
1: I to say, it's been in ice. It's been, <laughs> it was in it ice. It doesn't need more ice. Freeze your phone, guys. <laughs> yes, it'll work. Yep. Yeah. So one, I totally forgot that one had survived, but the other so was like all crushed up by a car. Six months of ice yep. and salt yep. and cold. Nokias were indestructible. Literally indestructible. This episode is brought to you by Nokia. Nokia. We're making a comeback. <laughs> Not really.
0: <laughs> if they could make an iPhone or Android as tough as the Nokia brick. They
1: won't, though, because they want us to keep buying yeah. them. They don't want us to lose it in a snowbank and still be able to use it six months <laughs> later. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. So uh, I'm so quirky. Yeah. You're so quirky. I'm so quirky. It was in two phones in a matter of a week. I know. I really think it was like
0: within and two weeks. finding it. <laughs> And and I think you used it, like, the the whole next, like,
1: year. They were kind of, like, in the same spot. So I lost two different cell phones in the same snowbank. (laughs) (laughs) So, yep, just a few quirky girl things. Yeah, so quirky. (laughs) Mm, I'm just, like, a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Losing phones and important things and then losing your mom's phone. Yeah, so quirky. Kristen, what are your quirks?
0: Uh, I've got one. You already know about this quirk. I have really stretchy skin.
1: <laughs> I do know about that quirk and you do have really stretchy skin. <laughs> it's just
0: like one of my things. It's really stretchy. Well, you tell the story of you playing with it in class? I was going <laughs> okay, <good>. <laughs> okay, to keep it as a pizza secret. Oh,
1: damn. Yeah, we'll right. save
0: that. I've got lots of stretchy skin stories, but one's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you save that stretchy skin story. Yeah, it's not really a secret, but it, it's kind of funny. All right, save it. Yeah, I'll save it for pizza to be continued. All right my quirk number two yep. uh bop, 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 bop. lately i'm becoming i'm uh, kind of becoming a big fan of astrology i have no idea how it works but it's fun i like it
1: mm, that's uh, also
0: season of capricorn i'm a capricorn son so Ooh. i went to like a group reading it was really cool you missed it oh. and, um and basically your capricorn or the season of capricorn it means this is the time of year to get your shit together I
1: guess. Uh, I'll do it later. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, don't know how it works, but it's fun. Mm. Yep. Capricorns. (laughs) Right in. (laughs) Tell us about your Capricorn life. Uh. Uh, Anyway number three yep. you ready I have a really hard time prioritizing tasks and I often end up leaving all the very important things for Sunday night and then I rush through to get like I start like rushing to get everything done off the list and sometimes end up crying because I can't get everything done because I waited to the last minute I'm so quirky you're so quirky yeah you and your shitty butler <laughs> the shittiest of butlers this one didn't shit on the floor <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank god he's alright he's <laughs> alright Ah, hey, you're so quirky.
0: <laughs> Do you ever find that your child's toys just don't have enough arms? Introducing Arm Armstrong, this season's must-have toy. He's all arms and barely any strong. He will literally rip in a day. Get your kids some temporary fun that you can throw in the trash later. Arm Armstrong, he's all arms all the time. It's time for
1: alternative segments. Alternative. Wow. <laughs> On this week's alternative segments, we're doing tattoo ideas. I feel like you had a better name for this. Um, that's okay. Nope, Ta- that's tattoo art. that's it.
0: We don't have a good. We don't have a creative name. Tattoo ideas, you Kristen. Know what? <laughs> I've got a tattoo idea. I've been thinking about this one for for a while, and you're welcome to steal it. <laughs> Did I write this with a PH? I, I might have written that. <laughs> this, you're welcome to steal it. It's not stealing. This is, this is a communal thing. If you do get this tattoo, let me know, because I've been wanting this for a while. I just I can't commit. Um, all right. Here's my, here's, my, here's my idea. Okay. Imagine this. It's a non-binary mushroom that's very important. Yep. With a fat ass looking over the shoulder so the ass is accentuated, you mm-hmm. know? And
1: that's it. That's all I got. What are they doing looking over the shoulder? Are they doing like an ass smack or like blowing Ooh, a kiss? You know,
0: maybe ass smack with a kiss. Is that Ooh, too much? Flirty. With a little, and I don't want fingers. I just want little mushroom nubbins. <laughs> I don't want fingers on the arms with the ass smack. It's just like very uh, like, like I'm thinking like Pillsbury Doughboy, but a mushroom and non-binary with a fat ass. All right.
1: I love it. That's I think I you want. should do it personally.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I'm still, I'm still, still kicking around in my noodle, but that's been Alternative Segments. Alternative. All right, we are winding our show down. we are getting to the best part.
1: Pizza secrets, tell me your secrets,
0: pizza secrets. We've had a last minute change of plans. Like always. Uh, changing it up. I am going to tell my stretchy skin story. Oh, twist, twist, twist of the episode, Uh, because it's a cute little story and it's not really a secret, but (laughs) (laughs) so as we've discussed earlier in my quirks, one of my quirks is I got really stretchy skin. And um, one time I was in it was it was like a biochemistry 500 class. So this was when I was in undergrad, but it was a class that a lot of grad students took at the same time because it was a really good class biochemistry whatever whatever it was it was an intense class we had to learn about like imagine the krebs cycle but on steroids so that's what we had to learn basically and um it was interesting but i sat in the back of the class which is never a good idea for me and i i sat next to this one kid who diagnosed adhd and we just like could not pay attention one day and one day i was playing with my my skin my face skin and I, like my neck skin specifically and i was stretching it out and trying to pull it over my chin <laughs> What the fuck? But it didn't work it didn't work how close was, did you get but not even close but it's still pretty stretchy and he's like, "Oh, you're close. You're close. I wasn't." And, <laughs> and we're just, you know, and this—it's it, probably like thirty people, so it's kind of an intimate setting. And like that one other kid was the only person I knew in this class. And I don't know if you noticed, but I—I I made kind of like a not so great reputation for myself in the biochemistry setting. They—no one really, none of the professors liked me. Um, you're a contrarian yeah that's really (laughs) what it is yeah i uh man they really hated me and so so i'm playing with my next skin and then i have the only other adhd -er in the class looking at me playing with my next skin and the professor is like mid i don't know
1: you weren't paying attention you're playing playing
0: with your next skin skin, you know maybe have a more interesting (laughs) class than the electron transport chain and she just goes kristen she, like, completely interrupts her PowerPoint. She goes, stop playing with your next skin. It's distracting. <laughs> and the whole, the whole class oh. of, like, 30, like, very intelligent people look at me just, like, dead scared. <laughs> like, why would you play with your next
1: skin? What does that mean? <laughs> and I was
0: really embarrassed. And that's my next skin story. So. <laughs> <laughs> next skin story? <laughs> it's a secret. Not so secret. Um, next skin secret? I still play with my next skin sometimes. It's very it's uh when the moment strikes. You were just playing with it during the whole story. Yeah, well, I was I was reliving it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, that's We've great. got a listener pizza secret. Yes. Right?
0: Grace, you're gonna share us this
1: listener pizza secret? Oh yeah, we got one from ADH Dante. Oh wait, he would he left a we talked about him in the last episode. Yes. He left us a review. Yeah. And then he has written us in a pizza secret. <gasps> Dante so uh, exciting i worked with dante out in oregon he was a uh, what do we call him out there ea or ed tech i can't remember but he worked at the school with me he's cool shit he is also an ADHDer, very much so so we bonded A-D-H over that
0: dante is the best name it's clever oh
1: so clever 10 out of 10 for that i like it it's fitting dante says hello fellow flockers <laughs> <laughs> good start I happened to be eating my pickle pizza last night. Oh, my God! (laughs) No, you're wrong. Uh. (laughs) You're wrong for that. And I thought of a fun secret to share with you all. I haven't clipped my toe or fingernails with actual nail clippers. Kristen, you might want to cover your ears for this. (laughs) uh. But no, actually, he doesn't use the nail clippers, so maybe you'll like this. Okay. Let me know if you like this better or worse. Let me read it. All right, I haven't clipped my toe or fingernails with actual nail clippers in over 10 years. I am a lifelong orally fixated (laughs) person. As told by my pediatrician at age seven. We should investigate that pediatrician yeah, I think don't go to that pediatrician <laughs> sounds like a creep, yeah, um a tooth grinder and an incessant chewer, okay, which I relate yeah, to i can yeah. I can relate
0: to that. I'm also orally fixated, I guess my pediatrician didn't tell me that though, yeah, he's not a freak. I feel like that would just like scar me for life if my pediatrician told me at the age of seven you're orally fixated. I'll show you orally fixated.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So it's not much of a stretch on the imagination to piece together that I bite my fingernails. Okay.
0: Me too. I bite my cuticles. I I do both. I'm just, I'm a biter.
1: However, I treat this ritual very methodically. I do not chew my nails when I'm nervous, anxious, anticipatory, or any other synonym you can think of. Okay, that's where we differ, Dante. When the time... <laughs> jesus dante you're a good writer but god when the time is right and the nails are ripe (laughs) usually two to four weeks i dive (laughs) i dive in for harvest (laughs) once once the nails (laughs) dive in for harvest
0: that's beautiful imagery oh my god
1: Dante and I actually bonded over our love of Stephen King, oh among other God. things. So, you're a very <laughs> beautiful writer, Dante. Yeah,
0: you. You need. Yes, you're a very good writer.
1: Yes, very, I'm very descriptive. I'm already
0: scarred, but I but can picture yeah. this perfectly. <laughs> I'm picturing you with like a little basket. He has it on his Google Calendar. Yep, harvest, For harvest.
1: <laughs> Once the nails are bitten, I grind away all the jagged oh. bits with my bottom two front chompers. <laughs> just want to vomit. Well, let's see what he does for the toes because I'm nervous. Oh, no! What? Oh, no! All right. Let's see if he does it or not. If he bites them or not. Uh, I'm hoping not. As for the toes, I wait until they get nice and long and then once I get out of the shower and the nails are softened up, I basically just find a weak point, exploit it, and pry those juicy saturated toe blades <laughs> off with my fingernails. All right, all right. So he's not he's not biting the toenails. No, but it's just so <laughs> elegantly and horrifically written. I, can't, oh, I know. Oh. Lucy, it's bad. Lucy's upset. I'm upset. <laughs> We're all upset. Dante's loving this. Uh... Yep. Dante, this opened up a whole new world for me. I didn't even I wasn't even thinking of like weird self-care things that I do to use as a pizza secret. But you've opened my eyes and I have so many pizza secrets now that, you know, (laughs) fall in line with this. I I can't. Dante goes on to say, your show is the shit and oh, I'm inspired by the organizational prowess displayed by you two ADHD adult adults <laughs> in the production of <laughs> Loaf. Sin, sincerely yours, ADHD, Dante. <laughs> I love this man. I know. Dante, that was perfect. Beautiful pizza secret. Beautifully written.
0: Love the imagery. Love everything about this email. I'm intrigued. I'm horrified. I'm disgusted in the best way possible. Yep. Pizza secret. I feel like I'm going to vomit.
1: I'm glad he's not chomping on his toes. <laughs> I just, I wonder if it's a matter of like, he doesn't want to chomp on them or it's like just a flexibility Dante, thing. Listen to me. Is it me, a flexibility you. problem, Dante? No, no, Can no. you just not
0: reach him? No. Just listen. If you ever become flexible enough to reach your toes, don't do it. Try it. Don't. Don't listen to her. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to Lucy. <laughs> She's upset. Yeah. I'm upset. Don't chomp on your toes. I support it, Dante. That's weird. Do it. I don't do think. Do it. No.
1: Put them in your mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> put your toes in your mouth. Put your toes no, in your mouth. No, <laughs> All right. Is this is how we're ending the show. Right, yep. yep. With oh me oh chanting, put your God. toes in my mouth. <laughs> All right. And on that note, this has been Wears of a Feather. Pizza <laughs> Sacred. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I, I I feel
0: uneasy. I feel great. Another, <laughs> another great episode on the books. Yep. Yeah. You can follow us on all the socials. So we are on Instagram at Weirds of a Feather. We are on TikTok at Weirds of the Feather. We are on email. Email. We have that email, Weirds of Feather at gmail.com. We you follow us on the all the podcasts. Apparently, Spotify, you can rate us now. Rate us. Give us mm. five stars. Yeah. They please. yeah. we just got a little notification. They're rating us. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Ooh.
1: Do both. And remember, if you are going to write into us, please just include your relationship to ADHD. Yeah. You know, just a little yeah. blurb little, about. Little meh. Yeah. Whether you're diagnosed ADHD. Suspected. A suspected ADHD. An ally. Yeah. and you have just, a loved one with ADHD? Or are you just like confused about ADHDers and why we do the weird things we do and you want to learn about do us? Do you have an anxiety disorder you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. Be happy to chat. Yeah. Yeah, we we want to talk about all of this, but we just want to make sure that we're, you know, giving the proper information relating certain behaviors to the right diagnosis. So just, you know, send us a little blurb along little with blurb. your quirks or pizza secrets or yeah. whatever.
0: And keep sending them
1: on. We love it. Yes. Thanks for writing in. in your art. We love people are sending in art now. It's great. Yes. We recently had someone draw out Arm Armstrong Arm for Armstrong. us. His interpretation of Arm Armstrong—it's amazing. Boy, was, is, it, is it amazing? He Check nailed it, out it. on uh, Instagram. Thank you, Runny Babbitt. And if anyone else wants to draw their interpretation of any of our inventions yeah. or ideas or weird shit, yeah. we say we would love to see it. Yeah, please. If you have any inventions of yourself,
0: any uh, businesses, someone start—just not us. Ooh, if you yeah. have any quirks, if you have any pizza secrets. Just toenail secrets. Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, write us in. We love to hear from you. If you want to write in, but you don't want to be, you don't want to share with like the public, also write that. If you just want it to be a pizza secret among friends, I know.
1: All right. Well, thank you for joining us for episode ten. What a milestone! guys We made it. We made it to ten. Let's see if we make it to twenty. Just kidding. We will. This is our life now. This is it. This is all I know. Same. Yep. I don't remember a time before podcasting. Yeah. All right. Well, i right. will talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Oh. Oh, that
0: was a good one. That's a weird one. Okay. All right.